Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Surviving Motherhood with Chris and Rachel. We're talking about all things parenting. The mishaps, the struggles, and maybe even some motivation. Grab your coffee. Or wine. And join us for some real talk. Hey everyone, welcome to Surviving Motherhood Podcast. We're so excited to have you guys listening today, and we're so excited to have our guest. And her name is Erin, and she has a gorgeous design Instagram, and we absolutely love style, so we can't wait to get her on and ask uh, excuse me answer some questions my phone is sliding all over the place and distracting me um so we want to know first of all Erin tell us a little bit about your Instagram and how you got started all right well hi guys thanks for having me um well I got started I just I actually made an account because I wanted to just kind of meet like-minded people in that kind of design realm and at that point I was kind of just starting to try and create a interior design business where I was taking on clients that weren't just family and friends and found this avenue of Instagram and realized that I could you know utilize that to market what I was trying to do design so that's how Instagram started for me was it was just supposed to be a what your Instagram account is it's at kismet underscore house. Kismet, K-I-S-M-E-T. I, I didn't want to pronounce like it wrong. Fate. So. <laughs> no, totally fine. That's totally fine. Sure. That's how totally I'm saying it, but you never, you never want to. No, totally. Okay, that you, you got it. So. Yeah, no. uh, yeah, we chose that because it's uh, basically means fate or destiny. And it's because of how we found this house um, that I actually own now. When I started my Instagram, I was uptick interiors because that's what I had thought I was going to call my design business. And then a whole different <laughs> thing happened. And So how, how many kiddos do you have? I have two, a boy and a girl, Finn Are and Tallulah. Still little littles? Well, he is going to be seven in November. Well, right now, <laughs> this month. Um, uh, uh, but she is uh, just turned one. She'll be 13 months soon but she just turned one so big gap actually but there's that's like my my oldest will be seven in march and my youngest just turned one in august so i've got i've got a couple in between awesome (laughs) well there you go (laughs) starting to design is it something you always wanted to do so my mom, uh, she was really good at interior design. She didn't ever do it professionally. She just loved it, loved it. And we grew up in a house that she was on home tours and she was, the house was photographed and put in magazines. And so I was just kind of always around it growing up. And it was just something that I, I'm one of six, but for me, I was the one that it was like, oh, this is something I like and was just really into it. Um, and so it always felt really natural to me. And when... 
I became a mom, I became a stay at home mom and was trying to find a way to use my creativity in some capacity. So I would help friends or family decorate their houses. So it wasn't really like, oh, I'm going to go into interior design. I didn't go to school for it. Um, It was just, well, I like this. I enjoy this. I think I'm okay at it. So I'll help my friends do it. That's a good way (laughs) to get started for sure. Um, To know, how would you describe your style? I know that like there's so many buzzwords out there right now, but how, how would you describe your personal style? It is so hard for me to pinpoint because I feel like I am always changing it. Um, But I'm definitely always drawn to, I'd say eclectic. If I have to pick a word, it would be eclectic because I like to mix things. I don't, I don't want to only be mid-century and I don't want to only be bohemian or only be farmhouse. I like to find ways to make it all kind of work. But um, I always have some kind of element of like, some some element of something traditional some element of something that feels more coastal it's I'm always drawn to those but I guess eclectic would be my buzzword if I had to pick one that would be yes I was um I love your style and I'm in the process of talking my husband into redecorating our house (laughs) and so I was showing him your Instagram tonight and I was like oh do you like this style and he was like yeah what would you call it and so I was like well I was like, it has, my husband likes modern things. I was like, so it has a lot of clean lines and it, she has some modern pieces, but it's also very cozy, which is what I'm drawn to. So I'm like, I felt like this is, this is a good marriage of our styles. And he was like, yeah. And then he moved on, (laughs) but you know, I got a head nod. So I'm going to take it as completely redo your house whenever you want. So funny. So what, what would you say is the best way for people to find like what their style is? Is there like a do you just have them search Pinterest or like how, how what's the best way? If I'm having somebody um, kind of, it's so funny. A lot of times people have absolutely no clue what their style is, but they yeah. think they've got it nailed. I'll come to you and say, I'm, this is the style that I want. And I love these colors. And you kind of present them with something and it's like, Oh, well actually it's not anything I want. So instead of going through that, I let's set up a Pinterest board and just go pin crazy on the things that you love most in this kind of type of like if it's a living room and then when you're done pinning we'll kind of go through and like dissect the room and figure out what you actually love in this space like you pinned it but is it because of the couch or do you actually like everything in here and so kind of when we kind of figure out what their pieces are then when I see that picture and then I'm able to help them determine what their personal style is so my advice for someone is to look really look at the pictures that you're liking really look at the accounts that you're drawn to and then figure out what it is about those images that you actually like do you really like that floor color or do you just like Mm -hmm. the rug so just kind of help yourself that yeah, way. that's good. I like that because I definitely, whenever I start to think about like what it is that I like about, or like, is there something I hate in that space? You know, <laughs> that's good. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of times people will absolutely hate what the actual style of the home is. It's like, maybe it's a mid-century modern style and they're actually way more traditional, but the way the room feels, the color palette of the room, the way it's laid out, that's what they're drawn to. It has nothing to do with the actual lines of the furniture. So just really look at what you're liking about yeah, the space. I like that. That's good. What, what do you recommend for someone decorating a smaller space? Well, if you are decorating because you want it to be well designed, then 
really take into consideration the scale of your furniture. If you have a small space, do not buy a big overstuffed sectional unless you want your room to feel like it's basically just a big comfy sofa. That's totally fine if you want it to just, if function is more the priority over form and you're not trying to have it look like a designed mm -hmm. space. But if you're really looking for a space that feels like well-designed and well thought out, think about scale because they have really beautiful sofas that can still be cozy, but they are intentionally smaller. They're made for small spaces. So it's really just, I feel like with small spaces, you have to think about scale. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Definitely. That makes tons of sense. Okay. So where should you splurge with decor? Well, I feel like if you're, let's say you're fixing a house up from scratch or building a house I think you want to spend money in flooring um you want to spend money in the finishes like lighting and your fixtures um but if it's just you your house is ready to go and you just need to put pieces in um I think you need to spend money on a couch that's going to last you a long time um I did this thing forever where I was the like Craigslist sofa queen because I was always looking for something like <laughs> like I had like established business yes. well, I had a new sofa like, you can't commit you know like <laughs> and so like really really consider what like really take the time to cons get a Craigslist sofa fine have it last you while you're saving up for that sofa that you really really want but like you can there are tons of companies that make custom sofas and things like that so because it's such a big piece mm -hmm. so you really need to like it. it takes up a lot of space um, and then anything that's going to be a real focal point, you can kind of high and low a room with like low side tables, stools, things like that, because they're just kind of accents. But anything that's going to be in a major focal point, like a media console, maybe, or your dining table, you can cheap out on the chairs. because They make so many cute dining chairs for really budget conscious prices. But the table, like anything that's a real statement in the room, you can't look away from it. You have to see it. Yes, that's where I would focus. I am personally in love with your couch, and I need to know where you got your couch. Thank you. <laughs> so the cream sectional is from Interior Define, and that's one of those companies where you can really customize it. Um, they only have so many sizes you can choose from, but still, the, there's a lot of options there. You can do chaise instead of a standard sectional. You can change the depth the how comfy or how squished your cushions are the filling like and then they have hundreds and hundreds of fabric samples and legs so like for me I love companies like that because it's like okay I can see what the basic sofa is going to look like I can see it in lots of people's homes because you can kind of find them all over Instagram right. but then you can make it yours yeah I love that well you always look so cozy and comfy when you're on your couch but then when no one's on it it doesn't look like people just got off the couch <laughs> I love yeah. it yeah yeah, so for couches, I will say I highly recommend, highly recommend not getting a sofa that has, I mean, unless you really love the style, it's, I'm just, this is just tip of the trade. If the sofas that have the piping on the tops of the cushions or the faces of the cushions on the top and bottom of the cushion, those will look worn out faster because they'll start to, when you sit, they'll sag that piping line and that clean, crisp piping line that you have in the beginning will go away quickly. And suddenly your sofa looks tired. Yes. My sofa looks so, tired. <laughs> <laughs> but so that that's just a tip on how to kind of keep your cushions from looking like they're older than they are. Yeah. It's kind of that's really good. Yeah.
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Surviving Motherhood podcast. We are so thankful for our listeners that have made our podcast a success so far. If you haven't already, head on over to our Instagram page at Surviving Motherhood Podcast or our website, survivingmotherhoodpodcast.com to get all the latest news on our podcast. And also, if you're interested in getting involved in another way, you can head on to Facebook and go to Surviving Motherhood, It Takes a Village, search that, and then a group will pop up. And that's where we do all the behind the scenes talking. I kind of give you some previews on what's going to come up on the podcast, and you get to interact with other listeners. If you haven't done it already, go join. Thanks, everyone. So when, when you start to design a room, what do you start on? Well, I ask either the client or just with myself, what is something that you cannot live without in this room? And if it's something like a piece of art, then we figure out why. And if it's the color palette, then we build from that. Um, and if they don't have anything, it's a blank slate, then I start with a rug. You know, like we've got to find the rug that you can't live without. Because if it's a neutral rug, then we have a world of options. But if it's a rug with a lot of color or pattern or like a center medallion, then we need to figure out how to make that work best for your space and what furniture is going to complement that the best. Yeah, I love that. That's good. So when people don't really know what they want, do you recommend starting with a color palette? Is that like a great place to start or is that um, too vague? Well, a color palette. So... I'll do that whole Pinterest board thing like I was yeah. talking about. And if even still, they're just, it's chaotic and there's no real central focus and we can't narrow it down. Then we will kind of figure out like what colors like they really are drawn to. Um, a palette's tricky because it can, just that concept of having to have a cohesive palette is really tricky for someone who doesn't have a design eye. Um, but so we'll kind of go and look at different rugs or different pieces of art and see what they're repeatedly drawn to. And then I can find a palette in that somehow. And so that's, but a rug is a really good way. I mean, unless they pick just like a cream rug, then it's like, all right, well, <laughs> we know less now than when we yeah. started. <laughs> but we, you know, a cream rug still does tell you something. It tells you that they like a clean space, that they're actually drawn to neutrals more than they're drawn to color. And they're not afraid of having white on the yeah, ground that's what I was gonna so, say. it says that they don't have four kids is what it's... they don't have children <laughs> and dogs yeah not, no, no pets no 
And they have a social life. That's yeah. what it tells me. <laughs> oh, that's okay. So what design mistake do you see people making a lot on Instagram, on social media? What are you like, oh, kind of cringy about? Uh, rugs too small. That's my number one. Drives yeah. me crazy. And it's uh, too low. Those are my, those are my two um, people hanging or not, not even too low. Cause you can hang your curtains low and it can still work. But if they don't touch the floor, if they like float like three inches above the floor, that's my, it's like makes me, yeah, oh, kills me. <laughs> yeah. Those are my two that everyone has seen. When they have like a huge sectional though, and like a tiny bit of the rug sticks out the bottom. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yeah so that like I feel like if you have it, it's most frustrating for me when I see like you got the right size rug for this room and this couch just yes, pull it, it out is. pull it out you a little the whole rug under the couch. <laughs> coming over we'll lift it up we'll do it together yeah so that drives me a little crazy and then like when they just do the rug floating in front of the couch and like none of the legs are sitting on it because it's too small for the couch like I don't mind a smaller rug in front of a couch if there's a bigger rug under it. Like if you've done the whole layer thing, but when your couch is like a five by seven and you have a big sectional, then your couch looks like this teeny tiny Island or this, your rug looks like a teeny tiny Island and it makes the room feel smaller. Yes. And it just, I mean, if we're being honest, it really just looks like you needed a bigger rug, but couldn't afford it. So you just went with what you could afford. (laughs) Yes. And I say just wait. Like it's worth waiting for. Put a rug savings away. They sell affordable big rugs. I mean, even still the affordable ones are pricey because big rugs are pricey, but still it's worth the wait. Yes. It's worth it. It makes a big impact on the room for sure. And nothing good is happening underneath your couch. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. That's funny. So what is your favorite room of the house and why? Um, I switch back and forth between our two. Um, we have a living room and a family room and I switch back and forth between the two. I think in the winter and cozier fall months, winter months, I prefer the living room, which is the one with the cream sectional um, because that's the room where the fireplace is and that's the room that feels more holiday, warm, cozy. And so that's where I want to be in the seasons. And then the other room is really light and bright and is full of windows. And so in the warm months and the beautiful weather and like the pretty, you know, nature to look at outside, I want to be in that room with all that light. So it goes back and forth between those okay. two. Okay, from looking at your Instagram, I need to hear more about your frame TV. So if you could give me <laughs> just a little more info on that. I was also showing my husband that and he was looking at me like I was speaking a different language. But I'm like, it is so cool. So cool. It's so funny to me because I keep hearing from so many women that the husbands are the one pushing back. And I'm like, this is not what it's supposed to be with the television. No. So my husband was also like, this is ridiculous. Like you're going to spend more on a TV than you would normally just because it looks like art. That is the silliest thing I've ever heard. And I was like, but look what I do for a living. Like it's, it's going to, it, works for me it makes sense for me and so then we this is logical and so I you know he's like all right I I'll I concede like we can try it and we get it and he is crazy about it because it's so so thin and it literally sits completely flush not like 
kind of flush looks like it's flat up against a wall like a picture frame literally only sticks out as far as a picture frame and it when the art is on it looks like art and people are constantly fooled by it and it's beautiful you don't have this ugly black box on your wall and you know, we don't have the art feature on all that often to be honest it's you know for when we have company over for when I'm photographing the spaces but just because we don't want to use the energy and have it because it does have to run in order to make the art go but like when we do have company over when I am photographing it or you know want it to look nice for company it's totally worth it and it's a great tv so you know it's just as nice as any other 4k high definition television out there so it's not like you're suffering on the tech side to get the pretty you just get the pretty too right yeah it's (laughs) it's really cool Okay, so I did also want to give you a big thumbs up on, I saw on your stories recently that you did like a real house tour, and I, I, I loved it. <laughs> because, oh, good. Yes, because you didn't, you didn't warn your family, you didn't like tidy up every nook and cranny, you just showed us the house, and like, I wish um, that more Instagram was like that, because your feed is absolutely gorgeous, and I understand we keep the feeds beautiful, but in the stories, we get real, and you definitely got real. <laughs> So, <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you liked it. I got more feedback on that story than I've ever gotten on any story. And just like really like a lot of what you just said, an outpouring of like, thank you for doing this and reminding us that we're just regular people like you're regular too. There's dishes in the sink and there's open drawers and mm-hmm. weird clown pumpkins on your kid's dresser. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, it's just I try really hard to be just myself on my stories and I want people to not I get that Instagram can create that whole sense of inadequacy and I don't want people to forget that this just we're just regular people with regular mess regular crazy I love it (laughs) I love it because that your feed is all gorgeous and beautiful and then there's some real talk in the stories that's perfect that's a perfect balance Thank you. My daughter is a hoarder of strange things. So like her shelves are filled with like weird little knickknacks that she's collected and like random things that like when she, I told her she could pick out one small plant. Well, she picked out like this ceramic bird with this little cactus. (laughs) So like I I want her room to be gorgeous. I want her room to be gorgeous, but um, she just keeps adding crap to it. That is Finn in a nutshell. I'm like, do you realize the amount of time I spent on this design? <laughs> do I care, Mom? Do I care? But he is a happy little boy, so it's like, all right. But, man, he's a cardboard box hoarder. So any moms out there who have cardboard box hoarders, like, I feel you. <laughs> like, when he sees box come from Amazon, he's like, that would make the best tunnel. I'm like, why do we have so many? cardboard boxes so that is my struggle with fins so I have to like break them down and like get rid of them like <laughs> little by little because otherwise his whole room would be boxes it's just crazy so boxes out. Staff. the <laughs> hilarious part about that is my daughter has the cute little loft bed um from mm-hmm. it's well I mean I think it's cute the Ikea loft bed the smaller oh. one super and, cute uh, right now underneath it instead of like a cute little reading nook she has three uh, cardboard boxes that she has drawn. Uh, one is a dog, one is a cat, and then one is her brother. She drew her brother on one. 
<laughs> that's so awesome I, yeah we're living yeah. the same life so, so she has her three cardboard boxes underneath her loft bed and um her and my two-year-old yeah. uses them to hide under oh, so it is like a whole I, I completely understand and those boxes were still on the table I'd forgotten to take them to the garage and she had snagged yeah this one's a dog I know. this one's a cat yep <laughs> Yeah. I know when I get these at school, I'm like, oh my god, fold up the box, get rid of the box, hide the box. Hide the box, he's gone. <laughs> uh, he's home when the package arrives. That box is suddenly his best friend. He has to make something out of it. It's not going anywhere for us all few months, so I get it. <laughs> same, same. Okay, so we ask some mom questions to our guests every podcast and so we're first going to ask you what is your biggest mom thing or what's your biggest mom worry what keeps you up at night my biggest mom worry oh lord um well I'm I lovingly refer to myself as a SWAT team helicopter mom (laughs) (laughs) so I worry about everything um I do give them space to be kids but like I do like I am so that mom who's like but you can you know I'll just live in the same town as you forever it's fine if you want it's fine like I'll you can move in next door that's not weird like so I'm you know I'm that mom but I get worried about just you know uh like my little dude is into a lot of stuff that's not typical boy stuff like he likes cars and dirt and all the boy stuff but he's also super into like purple and pink and he likes lol dolls and like he's at that phase now where he's seven and the boys are like are you a girl because he likes some girl stuff I worry about him getting you know I don't want we're also like kind of our rule as parents is like let our kids tell us who we are and not tell them who they are and so we don't want to force him to not play with the things or have the interest that he's into but we also don't want him to be you know ostracized because of them so it's just this weird balance of like you know helping them navigate social water first grade has been the first time that I've ever had to experience this first grade and I write notes in his lunchbox and apparently he got made fun of for the note like uh, i said yeah. at the of the note, like i love you and he's like yeah some girls were like oh i love you your mama loves you blah, blah, blah. and i'm like i'm sorry their mother doesn't love them oh my God, i love that you said that because my mom okay we were in high school my mom was like you're kissing me goodbye i don't care how old you are and so my brother's friend saw him give her a kiss goodbye and uh they what we walk up because we're both in high school we walk up and they're like oh did you have fun making out with your mom because we're like 15 i kissed her goodbye because i love her i feel bad for your mom that you don't love her i was like good yeah. God. <laughs> all right so what is your favorite way to relax at the end of a day oh well i you know uh, i'll be honest i love trash tv <laughs> You and Rachel. I'd love to say, oh, a good book or a crossword puzzle or something intellectual. But I'm like, what are the housewives up to? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> they're, they're, watch- they're in my room. <laughs> they're, they're hanging out with me. That's what they're doing. This week was, you know, there was four housewives on the, this week that we're recording it. The Atlanta and Jersey premiered. So this has been a very busy week because <laughs> Dallas and OC are already on. I know. And I'm only, I, so because the new ones are brand new, it's a commitment I have to invest. And so I've only watched the two that were already running. So my husband has like, he can't handle Jersey. He just can't. I love it. Like he'll tolerate it in the background, like the other ones, but like Jersey, he's like, I can't, it's too much yelling. It's just too much yelling. I can't. And so I I have to wait when he's not home to watch those because he's just like, babe, 
I can deal with Vicky Gumbelson, but you can't, you can't <laughs> deal with Vicky Gumbelson for goodness sake. I can't deal with Shannon this season. Oh, Shannon this I season. I can't. I love she... her, but she's really I'm struggling. Me and Shannon are struggling. I'm trying so hard to find the yeah. good. And I'm frustrated with her ponytails this season. Very frustrated with her hair and makeup. They're so bad, you guys. They're so bad. Uh, yep. I hear you on Shannon because she was my fave. And now I'm like, this is not okay. So, but, you know, what are you going to do? We're just going to hold on tight. We're not, it's not like we're going anywhere. Okay. So <laughs> that, that's too funny. What, uh, one more question. What is your best mom tip to give to new moms? Oh, Lord. Uh, Honestly, snacks. I swear that sounds silly, but like I have always been the mom who will have snacks. Like I'll pack snacks just in case the doctor's appointment takes too long and we get stuck in a line or something takes longer than planned. And the snacks are like a godsend. Now my, my husband was like, why are you always packing snacks? We're not going on a road trip. <laughs> like, because it keeps kids happy yes. when things are not, keeps them happy. So for a brand new mom, for a new baby, just Give yourself grace. You're not going to know it all. We, none of us know it all. Not even the best vegan, gluten-free, baby-wearing, everything perfect mom knows it all. So give yourself some grace and don't be afraid to ask for Absolutely. Help. We're all in this together and we're all clueless. And pack some snacks yes. along for the ride. I'm that person too. <laughs> I'm always packing snacks and I'm packing snacks for the amount of kids that could possibly be there. Like I'm packing extra snacks. And sometimes I don't get them out of my bag and then it gets real gross. See, for me, it's like, oh, okay. I'll just put them here in the car and then that goes in the back seat. I just never, just never look in my backseat if you want to maintain any level of respect for me as a woman never look in the back that was so funny okay well thank you so much for coming on where can everybody find you on instagram and um anywhere else you want them to look for you so you can find me at kismet house k-i-s-m-e-t underscore house and uh that's my instagram you can find me on pinterest if you also search kismet house um there's nothing to see yet on youtube but we're going to be launching content soon also kismet house and the blog is www.kismet dash not underscore dash house.com gotcha. so Kismet House should lead them to you. <laughs> it's just that all under one name. Perfect. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. And we'll have plenty of links to all of Aaron's stuff at Surviving Motherhood Podcast on Instagram and survivingmotherhoodpodcast.com. Thank you so much, Aaron. We really loved having you. Thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun. Thank you, everyone. And good luck surviving motherhood. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.